Welcome to another episode of Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer. And this week, I'll be joined by Ryan Donovan. He's the head coach of San Diego State's men's golf team. They recently competed in the NCAA Golf Championships in Scottsdale, Arizona. And Ryan has built one of the premier men's golf programs in the country. The Aztecs routinely reach NCAA championships and finish inside the top 25. In fact, within the last decade, San Diego State has reached the quarterfinals of match play at the NCAA Championships, and they've also developed one of the best golfers in the world in Xander Shoffley. But as always, before we get started with today's episode, please give us an auto-download on your podcast platform so you get future episodes automatically. Left Coast Sports is on most podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, the free iHeartRadio app, YouTube, and Spotify. If you leave a review as well, we appreciate that. And while you're here and listening, please follow me on Twitter. You can switch over and follow me on Twitter at John Schaefer, J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. Again, at John Schaefer. San Diego State is on the heels of another trip to the NCAA Championships. Will they be back again next year? Let's catch up more with Ryan Donovan. He's the head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs, one of the premier men's golf programs in the nation. Coach, at what point this season did you realize you probably had a special group that was capable of making a run to the NCAA championships, which is something you were able to accomplish this year? Honestly, it was after that first event, the Southwestern, that we won. Uh, the field was really stacked, and um, the way we played and just the chemistry that we had and, and the way they fought and came down the stretch and made birdies on the on 18 and whatnot, I was like, these guys are pretty good. So I think we kind of rode that and um, used that to our advantage and identified it early on so that we can work towards towards the goal of going to the championship. And then what did you think of your team's performance overall in the championship? Obviously a very fast start, but what did you think of your team's performance overall? Yeah, honestly, disappointing, to be honest. I mean, I, I thought we were obviously better than that. And um, the golf course played so different in the afternoon than the morning. So that first round going in the morning, um, I didn't even feel like we played that great, but we were in a good position. And then I understood why when we played in the afternoon the next day, seeing the scores that were much higher, you know, with the winds and the firmness of the greens. And then that third round, since we were in the top 15, we had to play again in the afternoon. And all the top 15 teams um, that played in the morning all got through to the fourth round. So the course was different, but, you know, no excuse. We just uh, we had to execute better. And um, I think it's a good learning uh, learning curve for next year. How challenging is is the format, the way it's constructed? You've got the 30 teams. You try to whittle it down to 15. Eventually, you get to match play, which is something San Diego State has been able to do under your watch. Is it a challenging format, or is it a format that presents opportunities to make deep runs? Yeah, no, definitely opportunities to make deep runs, especially for, um, you know, a mid-tier team like ourselves and like Pepperdine, you know, them winning yesterday. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest part is just, yeah, getting that top 15, that fourth round because then you truly do have an opportunity to uh, to get into that match play. And then in match play, anything can happen. So I think it's a fair format for sure. How have you been able to build this? I mean, obviously, this is your alma mater. Um, you've been at San Diego State as the head coach for nearly two decades. What has been the model you've used to put yourself in a position to be one of the top teams nationally year in and year out? You know, we just get kind of blue-collar players, um, maybe guys that were underlooked, guys that have a chip on their shoulder, you know, we'll get some transfers. I mean, it's kind of under the uh, Dutcher um, Fisher era a little bit. And, um, you know, we try to copy them as much as we can. Um, but I, I think it's just getting those kids that want to work hard. Um, we're not fancy. We don't do things. We don't play for private jets. You know, we keep things real simple and, and humble. And um, I think once they buy into that and, and work hard, um, we kind of play with that edge. 
It's interesting you mentioned the success of, you know, Brian Dutcher with San Diego State basketball. We know about the success Bertie Hoke and Rocky Long had before that with the football program. Does the success overall of athletic programs outside of your own program benefit men's golf? Definitely. You know, I've always learned it comes from the top, you know, the, the, the extra benefits and whatnot for, for programs like ourselves. And we have a lot of great coaches at San Diego State, and, and um, I think we're all on the same page what we're trying to accomplish and um, I think that helps. We have a great leader with John David um, being at the top and, and he did an amazing job through this whole COVID you know, situation this year to, to give us the opportunity to go play. You mentioned the, the COVID situation. Obviously, that made it unique for your program and, and every program across the country. Uh, when you look back on this year, how unique or different was it compared to other years you've been coaching or even playing? Yeah, it was a challenge. You know, it was, I think it was the biggest challenge for the freshmen per se, trying to keep them motivated, you know, being in a dorm room all day, getting stuck inside. Um, but it also brought us really close. You know, it, you know, we drove to every tournament except regionals. So having those long road trips, um, you know, just talking shop and, and get to, to know each other a little bit better, I think uh, was healthy and uh, kept us in a bubble and everyone bought in. And I think that was uh, part of our success as well. What does next year look like for you? Because it looks like you'll have a number of returnees, but what are your expectations in terms of what you'll have back and, and what you need to look for moving forward? Yeah, we're going to be good next year. <laughs> um, everyone's returning as of today. Um, Pooh coming back uh, as of now, which is great news. We have a great recruiting class coming in as well. Um, we're going to be deep. That, that'll be the difference next year. We're going to have a little bit more depth um, so that'll keep everybody accountable um, and push everyone a little bit harder. But and next year should be really exciting. You know, you, you mentioned Pooh, who's had this unbelievable year individually. You know, what what makes him um, such a good collegiate golfer at this point in his career? You know, he just finally started buying into his golf swing. He's always working extremely hard on it. Um, he has a great swing, great short game, good demeanor, and he finally is just trusting it more than anything. And then a little confidence, you know, builds confidence. So I think he's just kind of riding off that. But uh, just a great kid. So fun for the team and the program. And uh, so fun to see his, his success. I'm curious, what type of impact do guys that end up on the tour have on your program that played at San Diego State? Specifically, you know, I think of Xander Shoffley. He's become one of the world's best golfers. He'll be playing in the U.S. Open, obviously, in a couple of weeks right here at Torrey Pines. What impact does Xander's success and others have on your program right now? I think a lot. I mean, Xander, you know, he talked to the team two weeks ago before we went to regionals and, um, you know, he's around in San Diego. And, and I think just because he's he was a blue collar guy, you know, he worked his tail off. He worked hard. He him and his dad had a great game plan. They stuck to it. And um, it just shows if you if you play his goal is to play every college tournament. And he did that. And when he transitioned into the tour life, he was like, I played against all these guys and I played a lot of tournaments and I've had a lot of experience. And so I think that message helps us when we're recruiting, you know, come here, you're going to play, you're going to play every tournament. And that's going to, you know, bode well for, for your future success if you want to play professionally. Was there a point in his college career when you realized that he had a chance to be special? Maybe not. You know, I don't know if anyone realizes that you've got a golfer potential that might be one of the best five golfers in the world, but was there a point where you realized he was really a special player? You know, I'm going to be honest. I knew he'd be on tour and I knew he'd be a very good tour player. I, I didn't know he'd be this good, <laughs> but it's hard to ever, you know, yeah. know that. Um, but again, he, he got a putting coach, uh, Derek Ueda out, out at the grand who's phenomenal. And, uh, he just built a team around him that, that, um, did all the right thing. So it's super cool to see. What do you think of his chances in a couple of weeks at Torrey? 
I like him. I, I really, you know, I think he's in a good place right now. It seems like mentally um, he had a couple bad weeks, but he identified that and, and, you know, being at home, being at Tory, playing Tory quite a bit. Um, he definitely being contention coming down the stretch. When did you realize when you were playing that you wanted to coach or was it after you were done playing at San Diego <laughs> State that you realized it was something that you were interested in doing? Yeah, I was a very average college player, to be honest. And I tried to play professionally for a year and I wasn't close to, to sniffing that. So I was catting and parking cars and I got a call from my head coach, Dale Walker. And, and Tim at the time was the assistant, Tim Mickelson, and he was taking the job at USD. Hmm. And uh, Dale said, do you have any interest in coaching? And I was like, I never even thought about it. And um, I just took a chance and I, I literally fell in love with it. You know, there's, there's no book to how to do it. You, you know, you learn from mistakes, but uh, it's just been a true passion of mine. And um, I know we can win here. So that's why, that's why I'm sticking around. What do you think separates a good golfer from being a good coach? Good golfer from being a good coach. I think just understanding the ups and downs of golf, you know, you're not always on your high point. And in college, especially. So it's it's really trying to identify with those players, you know, what they need to work on, what their strengths are, how they like to be coached. Um, you know, some like to be hands off, some like you to be with them every step of the way. So I just I think identifying each player individually and, and having that concept as opposed to it's my way or the highway kind of attitude. And then what is the philosophy with recruiting? Because this game is such an international one. And obviously there's a huge talent pool in Southern California, but how wide of a net do you cast typically to find players and student athletes to come into your program? Yeah, typically, I mean, we want to keep people at home in San Diego to represent, you know, San Diego state and in the community. I think that's important. Um, but we're not afraid to yeah, go all over the country, all over the world to, to find players that, that will fit for, for what we're trying to accomplish. What are your off season priorities? Ah, let's see. I'm going to take a little break, a little time off. Um, but now we'll, we'll, we're hitting recruiting already. And, you know, that's starting to open back up. So my great assistant. And so we'll, we'll fly over the country and, and look at kids and um, I'm doing a camp and just kind of get prepared for next year and be fresh and, and, you know, have a good game plan. Do you look at something in terms of what you still need to accomplish for your program? I mean, obviously you'd love to win a national championship and with the way the NCAA championship format works, where the top 30 all have a shot, right? I mean, they're all on equal footing. Do you feel like you've put this program in a position where you can vie for a national championship at some point in the future? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we can definitely win a national championship here. And um, that's why I continue to, to try to build this thing. And it comes down to players at this point. You know, I mean, you just you got to get a little lucky at times. I mean, three players have played for Pepperdine. We recruited hard and, and could have fell in our lap at the same time. So, um, you know, just finding the right players, finding the right mindset and then having everyone buy into it. But we can definitely win here. What, what do you think the impact of the new campus will have for the men's golf program for the athletics department in general with mission Valley, obviously coming to fruition here in the next handful of months, really. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. I mean, it's going to be a really neat property. Um, I'm really excited to see it. I think it's going to be great for football. It's going to be great for all of our sports and the community and get, getting people to buy in and be, you know, get more support, I think. Um, but seeing those uh, seats filled is going to be really good for our football program. Coach, congratulations on really a special season for you. We're looking forward to seeing you this upcoming year as well. And thank you for doing it today. Cool. Thanks so much. I appreciate your time. Thanks again to Ryan Donovan for joining us today. And if you're a college golf fan in Southern California, you'll be happy to know that the NCAA championships are coming to San Diego in 2024 for at least the next three years 
at the Omni Lacoste in Carlsbad. There's even talk of making San Diego the permanent home of the NCAA Golf Championships, similar to the way that Omaha is the annual home of the College World Series. And of course, having the event in San Diego will only be beneficial for the long-term growth of San Diego State's golf program. Also, this reminder, the eyes of the world turn to Tokyo for the Olympic Games this summer. You can catch all the action leading up to the Olympic Games with Countdown to Tokyo every Tuesday on Your View. You'll get the latest news on preparations for the Games, details on the sports involved, and in-depth insights into teams, athletes, and the host city. Don't miss Countdown to Tokyo Tuesdays on Your View. And if you haven't already, please subscribe and auto-download future episodes on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this podcast on right now. And please leave a review as well. And again, follow me on Twitter, at John Schaefer, that's J-O-N-S-C-H-A-E-F-F-E-R. For previous episodes or more information about Left Coast Sports, you can visit yourview.com. That's Y-U-R-V-I-E-W.com. Thanks for listening today. We'll catch up again next week right here on Left Coast Sports with John Schaefer.